guys, it's time for another episode of Gays in the Wild. What's up, guys? Welcome to the first episode of Gays in the Wild. I know it's probably super confusing and I have a lot to explain, so we're going to get to everything. But before we get to all that, I need to start off by introducing my first two guests. So please welcome two beautiful drag queens from none other than the wonderful state of Tennessee, Miss Brittany Banks and Justine. Fuck, what's your last name? (laughs) (laughs) It's a mouthful. Van de Blair. Justine Van de Blair. Miss Van de Blair. Hi. Welcome, both of you. True pleasure. Thank you so much for having us. We're happy to be here. I mean, Brittany, let me start with you. So, like, we obviously have a lot to discuss. I'm sure there's a lot going on. But just so much. a little so bit much. about, like, where you're from, like, when you started performing in drag. So, <clears throat> I would probably say Brittany Banks is actually from Tennessee. So, I was originally born in Florida, but moved to Tennessee as a teenager and started doing drag in Tennessee. Um, and really, I just started doing drag as something fun. A friend of mine, it was her birthday, and she was like, oh, my God, I want you to perform a Britney Spears number. And I was like, okay, that sounds fun, you know, whatever. So I did, and then I became addicted to being on stage and entertaining and performing. Like, it's so insane how you can get on a stage and completely become, like, a different person. Um, like and an alter ego. Yeah, it really, really is. It's like you become someone else and, you know, bringing so much joy and happiness to people. It's just, it's just so much fun, you know, and I get to live out so many things from my childhood. I perform a lot of songs that I loved when I was younger, you know, and it's just so nostalgic and it really is that for people when they come to the show and that's something I love so much about it. And so when I moved to Nashville, I'd only been doing drag a few years and then I quit and took like a 10 year hiatus and worked just on my hair career. And then um, my, my husband, Ryan, we were having a conversation one day and I was like, I miss doing drag. Like through that whole time, there was always something that was like pulling me back to it. And I like, I would be involved in different ways, little ways here and there. And I just could not get away from it. So finally I just was like, you know what? I'm just going to do drag again. Listen, so now, six years to, later, when you're meant to be a star, you're the guy. You got to be the star, you know. Yeah, the creativity of drag is just so it's just addicting. It's just so much fun. I, I love every part of it, like so much. Uh, brings lots of fulfillment to my life and to other people, you know. So it's amazing. Listen, it's amazing. I've hosted drag brunch for like five years in New York now. Like I don't do drag. I've actually never done drag but I just like get new drag queens every week. And like, it's like a fun show. And like, you would think going to the same exact location every single Sunday for the past five years would be like, Oh God, I got to go to work again. Like, it's like a completely, like, I never know what the fuck I'm walking into. Like it's always a fun (laughs) environment shit show. And like, I know we'll get to it, but like, sometimes there's like grandparents that's that come. Sometimes there's kids Uh that come and it's just like, a fun cute environment that is just like it just like makes you feel good and like it's a good fun way to start the day it's like a sunday fun day you know it really is and i mean i tell everyone you know i mean you know 
we do different different things at every show. So I mean, we can have a show. You know, I have a show here at City Winery that we do once a month. It's never the same. You know, even if we have the same people, it's still never the same. Yeah. You know, and I think that's something that's just so fun about it. The crowd makes it. Oh, for sure. Yes. I mean, that's why. Like my one of my biggest things when I perform is I want to do songs that have nostalgia to them and are gonna like pull at people's hearts. And I mean, that can even be dance songs, you know, but it brings you back to a place where you were and you're like, oh, my God, song. <laughs> Always. It's just awesome. Okay, Justine, I don't want to take away from Justine. You. Yeah, Justine, <laughs> let me ask you. Where yeah. are you from? When did you start drag? I am from Charleston, South Carolina, and that's where I started drag. Um, when I was in college, I did in high school, really, I did the acapella groups, I did the musicals, I did all that theater stuff, and then had no idea, honestly, what a drag queen was until I graduated and went to the club. Um, it was Club Pantheon at the time. And I just remember the whole moment. It was like, it was as if like the earth turned upside down. Brooke Collins, um, she was the first show director to give me a job. She, The stage opened, the curtains opened, and I just remember smelling her and seeing her and it was shiny and the music started and I was like, what is going on? And from that point on, I, I was like, I have to do this. Like that, I have to do this. This makes more sense than singing. And like, for me, I love to sing and do all that stuff, but that I knew was my passion right then. Um, so I competed in her little Sunday competition and won a spot on cast. I moved to Nashville in 2016, took a little break from drag, um, and then got connected with Brittany, who's also a really good teacher. Um, uh -huh. hey. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> Assuming, but I got connected with some really good girls here and, and got back into the career and haven't stopped since. I mean, listen, when you got it, you got it. Mm-hmm. I just scrubbed off a drag face from yesterday. My gosh. Putting, putting one on in a few hours. <laughs> I know we got we got like an early morning going right now. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so let's dive into this a little bit. Um, okay, so Jeff, before we before we start, um, me and Justine were talking this morning because we didn't know we were going to be on this together, and then this morning <laughs> and we got the email from her, and I was like, "Good morning, <laughs> good morning." But we have to know um, what is gays in the wild. What is what is gays in the wild? Yeah, I mean, it's probably super confusing, but long story short, I ran an Instagram account called The Traveling Bum for like six years, and, you know, it flourished. It did very well, loved it, my full-time job for like a couple years, and then somebody at Instagram just really, really has it out for me and fucking hates me, which is fine, and sometimes it's a good thing. <laughs> not when they're on a power trip and feel entitled to the world oh my gosh um, yes no fucking hate gay people sometimes you know <laughs> definitely <laughs> feels that way for sure <laughs> but no so basically the traveling bomb essentially died and my podcast used to be called behind the bomb and so i feel like we just need like a whole rebrand of like something i'm excited about follows all the guidelines so there's no reason why anybody could delete me or come for me and it's just like i feel like i have like a fun pep in my step and like energy to like want to grow this so 
I obviously thought about just like completely restarting the traveling bum and like going back to where it started, but it's just like my drive and like the passion behind it is like, I can't put a whole bunch of energy into something for it to just like maybe get deleted again in a year or in a couple months or like, I don't know, you can't really post butt pictures on TikTok. So like it limits me as to like where I can go. So I feel like we just need to be like, you know, a mature 30 year old now and we're just gonna roll with it you know sometimes a good rebrand you know is, is the way to go yeah we have a fun little base and we yeah. just uh, jump back i like i like gays gone well gays in the wild i like that i like the way it sounds like, it's fun like oh, you like of course you do <laughs> <laughs> the single one she's single here <laughs> don't talk about that <laughs> yeah i was like that sounds like a different podcast episode <laughs> um okay so one of the reasons i wanted to invite you guys on here um i've never been to tennessee other than like passing through and i feel like i just need to like ask a ton of questions so whether you're based in the u.s or you're somewhere in the world um tennessee governor bill lee just signed off on a bill and the bill states that they are banning adult-oriented performances that are considered harmful to minors. And what they consider performers are drag queens, burlesque and topless dancers, go-go dancers, exotic dancers, strippers, etc. So, like, Brittany, I'll start with you. Obviously, like, we love to perform, you know, like, how do you feel, though, like, being considered, like, a performer that's being compared to an exotic dancer, go-go dancer, topless dancer, like a stripper. Like, I feel like those are extremely sexualized performances that like, why would a drag queen be looped in with like that title? I mean, I think that that is a huge topic of discussion right now. I mean, I think everyone is talking about that. I'm talking with clients daily who are talking to their friends about that because it doesn't make any sense how you're going to put a stripper, which no offense to strippers, by all means, let's empower them. But, you know, a stripper who has no clothes on next to a drag queen who's wearing five pair of tights and a pair of shorts that have pads of them and waist cinchers and stuff over top of that. I mean, I tell everyone, even if I took my entire costume off at a show, you're still only going to see from like my chest up of skin right? Nothing else below that is even skin. So, I mean, it's just absolutely crazy to me, excuse me, because drag is theater. That is what drag is. Drag is theater. It is nothing different from theater. You know, uh, I've said lately, and this is the first time I will say this out loud. I've said lately, you know, are there shows, drag shows that are inappropriate for kids? Of course there are. Just like there are all kinds of other shows that are inappropriate for kids. But also there are drag shows that are appropriate for kids. You know, I mean, I've performed as Elsa and Ariel, uh, two of my favorite numbers to do, you know. Um, so just thinking that they're trying to compare us to, you know, exotic dancers, strippers. I mean, even Go-Go Boys is kind of interesting to me. Go-Go dancers is very interesting that they just yeah. threw that in there, too. Um, but yeah, to me, it just doesn't make any sense at all. Like, and, and it just goes to show the ignorance and that these people don't know anything about what they're making laws about. And we also already have rules and regulations in place in Tennessee uh, that regulate all of this stuff. You know, it goes along with our liquor licensing laws here. So if you have a liquor license, you can't have nudity in your establishment. 
so all the strip clubs in Tennessee are BYOB uh, because they are considered adult entertainment venues and are not allowed to have a liquor license. So I was gonna, yeah, it's if, absolutely insane. Go ahead, Justine. If, sorry. If you don't have on all the tights, um, if you're not a tight queen and you have your body underneath, there are obscenity laws, just like Brittany just mm -hmm. said. Nobody is, nobody's doing all of this stuff that's stripping or you know showing anything sexual. Well, the weird thing I think of is, like I said, like at my drag brunch, like some people just choose to bring their children. And like, obviously, like, you know what I mean? Like when you go to like any restaurant, you see the hostess, the hostess says, hey, just so you know, there's going to be this, there's going to be that. Like, are you comfortable having your child? Whatever. Like, it's up to the parent how they choose to raise their kid. You know what I mean? If right. like, it's like a quick being like oh, I was watching horror movies when I was like eight years old. Do you need to be 17 to actually watch an R-rated movie? Like if your parents don't give a fuck and like that's how you're raised, who cares? Like how are you supposed to like govern that? And that's the confusing part is if somebody wants to like, even you guys, if you guys had children and your right. children wanted to come see you perform, yeah, why should the government tell you Oh no, you they're not allowed to watch you or you're gonna get literally like arrested for that. Like I just don't understand how that makes any sense. I think to me, another conversation that we need to be having, especially um in the South area, the middle of the country, all these very conservative places, is that there are there are kids that are part of the LGBTQ plus community. People want to act like, oh, people just become part of this community when they turn 18. That is not the case. Um, uh, you know, all of my conversations I've been having with my friends, we all talk about as far back as we can remember, we knew we were gay. You know, okay. it's just that we didn't have the support and we didn't feel comfortable in the environments we were in to be able to come out. And now kids do have that support and are able to come out and talk to their parents about that at an earlier age. So that is a reality that people need to understand is there are children that are part of the LGBTQ plus community and like get over it. Yeah, I do think an interesting thing is like, obviously, these are more like Republican run and like, I don't want to get into more of like, a, I don't want to take this conversation to like a political thing. But it's just like so crazy that somebody who's Republican is so like, I don't want the government telling me what to do. And they like act like I don't want like I want to live my life how I want. The government's not going to tell me what to do. And then like all of a sudden, like they have all these opinions on like telling people what to do. And it's like I just like don't understand the logic behind it at all. <laughs> We're in the same boat. Same. Yeah, I think we would all say the exact same thing. I mean, just no sense. Just what, like, as a drag performer, like, what are you supposed to do with this information? Like, obviously, the bill passed and it goes into effect on July 1st of this year. Right. So, I mean, technically, everything actually, goes actually, they changed it. It goes into effect April 1st now. April 1st. No way. They, ch they changed it right before it passed um, the Senate. They changed it. Mm hmm. Yeah. They could do that that quick. Yeah. Mm hmm. Okay. I so, know, right. That's how I felt. Like, what you're feeling right now, I saw a video of Bella uh, 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 in Memphis. She did a video and said April 1st. And I literally 
freaked out. I started texting my my contacts and I was like, what in the hell is going on? Everyone's been saying July 1st, but yeah, they changed it to April 1st. Mm. What? Okay. Um, okay. Well, they hate us here. Like, remember what you said earlier? It feels like they hate the gays. Definitely. Yeah, it's it's very much so sounding like that. I mean, so Justine, like knowing that you have not even a month to kind of like process and like figure out where you pivot from here and what you're supposed to do and everything else, like what are you supposed to do with like that information? Like what do you do? You know, luckily we do have a lot of venues that host us that are going to continue to host us. Um, I think regulations are probably going to go um, th- in a more strict route, obviously. But, um, you know, the big disappointing thing is like pride, like the pride parade was one of my favorite things to look forward to every year. And especially with the kids, the, the families that come out with the strollers and there's this mutual exchange of just love. Um, I feel like it's going to be a huge detriment to our community by not having that. Um, it, I mean, I, tears, we were on the float together. Brittany and I were in the same spot this last year. And we were coming down Broadway and we were so choked up by all the kids, the kids that were showing just love and being raised to love. And that's my biggest concern with everything moving forward. I don't know what I don't know what the the Republicans want these kids to do with that. I don't know where that love, you know. Well, it's definitely interesting how they're going to even kind of like govern or police that, if you will, just because like especially Mm -hmm. in situations like that like i feel like cops like they don't even know how to like manage a pride parade period every year like it is (laughs) always a complete shit show with like the street closures and the people are everywhere and everyone's wasted and like just whatever it is and again like going back to like families are going to be involved if they want their kids to be involved and like to say that you guys need to like stay hidden indoors inside of a venue and like (laughs) And, like, what do they consider, like, a performance? Like, are you not allowed to, like, present as a drag queen, like, walking down the street? Like, is that not allowed? Or is it, oh, if you're dancing to a song while you're in drag, that's, like, what is not allowed? Correct. Walking into a venue. What if we have a dress and we're going from one hotel to a restaurant and there's children outside and someone chooses to speak up and say you know, that we were acting inappropriately. What it, it definitely feels like this law. Um, I, I don't know what it looked like, looks like for us. I mean, I think that that's kind of the conversation we're all having. We, we really don't know because this law is so vague, you know, and I feel like they did that on purpose. Um, we really yep. don't know what it means. I think that that's really what it comes down to. We don't really know what it means. And I think most all of us are just like, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. I mean, and honestly, for me, like I'm in a position in my life where I feel like I can put myself out there. I can stand up and I can try and fight this. And if that means that I get arrested, then I guess I'll get arrested. I keep telling my clients, I'm like, it'll probably just make me more popular, which is totally fine. Like <laughs> I'm totally fine with that, you know? And Make I mean, sure if that's what it takes, you have a to full face this. on in case. You oh, have honey, I'm ready to go to court. I'm like, let's get arrested, start a lawsuit. I'll show up every single day in the most fabulous shit you have ever seen. I mean, we already did that once when we did our March, we went down to the hearing and all of 
just seeing all of us in drag in that hearing room, like it was amazing. I mean, it really was. Like it was that amazing. That is, you know, I mean, but I, but back to what you're saying, like, we really don't know. We, you know, if we decide to, we just want to go out because there are times that we'll have shows, right? And then after shows, we're like, oh, they're having a show here. Let's go out here. So, you know, if we go and park in a parking garage and walk to the venue where we're going, like, can we get arrested doing that? Like, we don't know. We really, we don't know. I don't think anyone's going to know until it happens. Arrested. <laughs> and what what I, my concern is is that in a place like Nashville, you know, maybe they won't be enforcing it. You know, maybe you know they're going to be. I mean, but in smaller communities in Tennessee, I mean, I can see people really going after people and, and trying to get people arrested and get in trouble. And the scary part of this is that the second time you're arrested for this, you get a felony, which means you lose your right to vote. And that is something we should really be talking about because this is a way for them to figure out how to take people's rights to vote away. That's what this feels like. That is so insane. Yeah. It's absolutely insane. It's insane. Like it's literally insane. Well, going back to one of the things you brought up, like I think there's a difference between like, okay, they want to pass this bill, which is obviously like ridiculous, but at the same time, you now have to have people who actively like start like policing it and enforcing it. And like, I don't know, like giving you tickets or arresting you if you do blank, you know what I mean? Like Justine, do you think that like, I don't know, like how do you feel about the people of Tennessee? I mean, I know each city is probably different, but like, do you think a lot of people are like up in arms over the bill? Do you think people are like supportive of the bill? Like, knowing like police officers and things like that, do you think they're going to be like that aggressive that they're like, oh, fuck this, like we're arresting you or they're like, oh, this bill is garbage. Like I'm not going to waste my time. You know, I I kind of the same as what Brittany was saying. I think in Davidson County here in downtown Nashville, I think we're going to we're going to have it a little bit easier than the rest of Tennessee. But I have seen, you know, I've seen both sides and the responses and the comments and stuff like people are are really happy this is happening. And some people are, you know, this is complete and utter bullshit. So it it really is a mix. It's it's I don't know what side of the fence it's going to fall on at this point. Well, so but much of this. I'm oh, sorry. Part of something bigger. Brittany said this before, like there's something bigger going on here. You know, it's it's just it's very strange. I never, ever, ever in a million years thought that we would be sitting here um, talking about this. Definitely not. I just think that there's a lot of this. I mean, from my experience, a lot of this that comes from a place of religion. And I don't know if it's actual religion or they're just trying to use religion as like the cover for it all. But it's I mean, people just don't understand. And I, I can. I can get that you don't understand, but like educate yourself, maybe meet someone, you know, because I mean, we have done shows in Nashville literally all over the place. I feel like especially was it like last summer? I don't It's just ever since the pandemic, honestly, drag has exploded. Everywhere wants us to be there. I've met so many people who had never been to a drag show before and had the time of their life. You know, I mean... It just the most fun and it just opens people's eyes. And like I said before, drag is theater. It is, it, it is theater. That's what it is, you know? So 
it's just really scary because when it comes from a place of religion, it's like we're never going to change their mind. They're always going to see us as evil and bad. You know, I mean, literally, I just saw yesterday at the CPAC convention, them talking about eradicating transgenderism from society. Like, how do we fight that? Like, you can't fight it when someone thinks that you're better off dead. And that sounds terrible, but it is really the truth. That's just the truth. I just don't. The thing that is tough is, like, I wish there could just be a world that like you can only teach somebody so much. And if they're like closed minded, you're going to teach them nothing. But I think more importantly, it's like everyone in the world just needs to learn to like coexist. You know what I mean? Like I'm not here to bother you. If you want to listen and like, you're open-minded to me, like changing your thoughts, if you will, like, sure. Like let's have a conversation, but like, it's not like we're out here campaigning for like, like, I feel like they make it out to be like, we're campaigning for like children to be gay and that we're like trying to like start like this cult that like we're trying to groom people or whatever the terms they use, that it just makes no sense to me how like their their ide- ideology comes from no experience. Right. It comes from nowhere. Like I was talking to my mom about this and my mom works in like a private Catholic school upstate New York and like she's not really like she is religious but she's not religious like it's kind of weird and we were like talking about like I don't know just like drag queens in schools and how like her kids like some of her kids in first grade like watch RuPaul's Drag Race and stuff like that like during show and tell and my mom was like I don't know like what to do with it because some kids are like super religious and like they're like I don't want to say certain things and then the parents are going to come back being like, oh, Mrs. Perla was talking about drag shows today. And then my mom gets in trouble or something because she's like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with it. And I was like, dude, I remember being in like third grade and like there would be drawings in the textbooks being like, suck my dick, like, <laughs> yeah. read. like my textbooks were like trash. You know what I mean? Like dick pictures, everything. So I feel like people are like, oh, my God. Kids don't need to know this stuff. I'm like, bitch, have you ever opened a textbook that like hasn't been replaced in any type of public element, like any school? Like all the textbooks have trash shit in it. It's like, what are you protecting them from? I don't understand. Here's the other thing. And it's a little bit of an obscure reference. But for instance, like I was raised in a house where there was sports, 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 sports. And I never once wanted to. If, I, if it wasn't for me, I wasn't going to do it. So to think that just being around someone that's gay is going to make your kids get, it's just so bizarre to think about. Well, so, I mean, at the same time, at the same time, there's constantly like sex trafficking rings being broken up where these people are members of churches. And you don't see us out here being like, shut down all the churches, shut down all the churches. Like no one is doing that, you know? Right. I mean, so why are you doing that to us? right come on and like i'm just gonna say this it would be one thing if like something horrible happened if there was some guy who was like doing something and it was a drag queen who like had 17 children locked away in his basement for years and years and years like there's been nothing that has happened there's no (laughs) reason for anybody to be like threatened or scared of like i just like i don't understand like 
where this comes from. Like there's so many other issues and things that should be being talked about that like, why are people showing up to work on a Monday? They all sit down at a table and they're like, let's just get rid of the fucking drag queens. I'm so sick of it. I was walking down the street and someone like, where does this come from? Like, I just don't understand. Is it Sunday? You're preaching. (laughs) (laughs) I keep saying, I'm like, how many times do kids just stumble upon a drag show? Like, I mean, I wish I could just stumble upon a drag show. Damn. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Jeff, have you seen the video? So apparently, like, most of this in Tennessee all started from a Murfreesboro Pride event. They had it, like, public. So anyone could just walk up. So they were having a drag show performance down there and a right wing media guy recorded the whole thing. <clears throat> and it was a friend of ours who was performing doing a Pussycat Doll song. And like, honestly, I hadn't seen the video until literally, probably like last week, I think. And I watched it and I was like, literally the Pussycat Dolls are more sexual, like way more sexual than this. I was like performing this song on na- international television. They had water dropped on them from the ceiling and then proceeded to throw themselves around all on the ground in the water, which I love and think is amazing. But my friend was not even being close to that, you know, and they're mad because there's a kid tipping them a dollar. Like, are you serious? Like, and you First want to talk kid... about a gay awakening. Like the Pussycat Dolls was maybe my gay awakening. Like when I was a kid and I would hear buttons come on, like I was locked in the bathroom, hair flipping. Like that's when you know you're like, it's love not it. a drag queen. It's the Pussycat Dolls. Right? And you're like, I don't want to sleep with them. I want to be them. It's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Dead. I mean, okay, so obviously this bill, I mean, right now it's being passed. I mean, it is passed. It's been signed. Yeah, like it's it's yeah. happening. I'm not sure. We obviously don't know what's going to happen. But Justine, I'll start with you. Do you think there's more legislation like this to come? Like, do you think this is just the beginning? A hundred percent. I think this is just the beginning. It's not I, happening. Um. I'm sensing something bigger going on. Yeah. I also feel like it's weird timing because I feel like we're going to start getting into like the whole like presidential debate era for the next 18 Mm. months. Mm -hmm. And it seems like really convenient timing for whoever to kind of like start like rallying people up who like think oh we know who it is we know who it is (laughs) and i feel like it's just gonna start snowballing and like yes maybe tennessee is first but like now that it's drawn out and like people could see oh like this can pass like let's do it here you know what i mean i feel like the first one's always considered like the hardest but then after that it could just be a snowball effect if like they want to try to pass it in their state they just can the same exact way I mean, that's why somebody's got to fight it. Well, do we just talk over each other? (laughs) Always. (laughs) Yeah, somebody's got to fight it, though. I mean, I think the thing is, is this is unconstitutional. Like, this is against our constitutional rights, freedom of speech, freedom of expression. And so some way this has got to get into the courts and start being fought. So it shows other states that you can't do this and you can't take people's rights away like this. You know, well, it's also gonna affect them, I'm sure, down the line. Is like, I'm sure, especially like more like uneducated people who might be like liberal, Democrat, whatever, that like 
people like my sister, for example, you know what I mean? Like she is getting married, planning her bachelorette party, all this stuff. And like, one of the things she wants to do is like, go to like a drag brunch and things like that. And like Nashville, or I guess, yeah, Nashville is like very well known for hosting bachelorette parties, bachelor parties and things like that. And I would have to imagine this whole situation might like deter people from wanting to go because they're going to be like, oh, we can't do anything there. It's like so strict. And like, they're not going to want to travel there or visit there anymore because of the rules in place. Yeah. And if that full circle moment happens, it's like, what a huge waste of time. What was all this about? You know, what? I mean, let's be real. It's whether it's a year from now, five years from now, or 20 years from now, like this bill is going to disappear and go away. You know what I mean? As like the older generation dies off. And unfortunately, like that's what needs to happen in order for anything to change because it's ridiculous. But like this bill will go away eventually. It's just a matter of when. And when it does, then we'll see a whole change of, I don't know, different ideologies and kind of being like you know what like fuck it like i feel like the cool thing about like our generation is is once we can get everybody out it's going to be a completely different world mm-hmm. i mean i really hope so but i mean tennessee whew, it's uh, ooh, ooh. even people our age it's pretty <laughs> well i mean yeah i mean because you have to look like not to go into a whole nother thing but i mean look at our education system here you know i mean our education system is uh, atrocious i mean and so you have all these people in the rural parts of the country or in the state that are just you know being in these echo chambers and being around people that are just like them so i mean i think there is a lot of a uh, younger generation that is open-minded even if they are conservative on some sides but i still do think yeah there's a lot of people out there that are against us for some reason that doesn't make any sense to me i can't even really believe that we're talking about this that's insane and to think that we could be the topic of discussion for a presidential race is even more insane like drag queens really like oh my god go put that's on the- some makeup and a wig and get the fuck over it like god <laughs> Listen, they all they all have i've, I've seen numerous photos of all that of that is true stuff. that's true right i was wrong. like so i hate to wrap it up because you two are like i feel like we could talk for hours but for somebody like me in new york or people listening or things like that Brittany, i'll start with you like how can people kind of like show their support get involved i mean we obviously don't live in tennessee but like what can people do to kind of like be supportive or help out well, I mean, I think one, just sharing the information because, you know, this is not going to be the last state where this happens. I mean, we already see that. There's already other states that are coming up with bills that are being presented already. So, you know, sharing the information and letting people know, because, I mean, there are people in Tennessee that don't know this is happening, you know? I mean, so I think at least sharing, showing support for your local drag queens wherever you live, just showing love, showing love to everybody, the LGBTQ plus community, you know, and um just uh share my face everywhere that'd be great like just do that <laughs> yeah like specifically share your post like yes yes specifically yes <laughs> i'm gonna sum it up it perfectly put Brittany, but share our face <laughs> we them girls <laughs> we them girls we about to be them girls everywhere i can't believe how this is like being reported on all over the country even the world i mean there's 
news stations from across the world that are reporting on this. Someone sends me a picture of a link that I'm in somewhere. Not always good pictures, but <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, we were on the news again today. That's fine. As long as you get that tag, that's all you need. Right. That's right. Well, I just want to say thank you both so much for coming on. I hope things somehow work out. Um, Justine, where can everybody follow you and find you? My, my the, I'm interact most on Instagram. And so my handle is Justine Queen Queen. Oh. She Justine, came up with that when she was drunk. How <laughs> <laughs> many times, but I'm like, I think it really fits. <laughs> my favorite is when they call you Justine the Queen. <laughs> All of these clever things were taken because Queen and Justine rhyme. Like, oh my God. Okay. Yeah. But that's that's the best place to find me. And of course, here. Um, City Winery, Tin Roof Broadway, they're all going to continue shows. So um, I'm going to continue doing them. Yeah. And if you live in Tennessee, make sure you support them. So then businesses stay allowing to hire you guys. Yeah. Yes. Yep. All right, Brittany, where can people find you? So again, I am pretty much mostly on Instagram. So you can find me at the Brittany Banks. That's the like T-H-E. Brittany like Spears and Banks like money. All the important things. All the important things. And the, just for everyone to know, that's B-R-I-T-N-E-Y. <laughs> like the most famous Brittany ever. People here want to spell it T-T-A-N-Y. And I'm like not down with that. It's the only Britney that matters. <laughs> the only Britney that matters. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. And you can tune in next week for another episode of Gaze in the Wild. And honestly, like as I start posting content this weekend, send in videos, pictures. Let me know if you like it or don't like it. We could always, you know, come up with new ideas. Um, but I'm really excited. So, guys, thank you so much for coming on. I really, really appreciate it. If thank you're in you, New York. I will hire yeah. you for my drag brunch. So oh, please do let us just know. We'll come for that for sure. Like we'll just come for the weekend. I love New York. That's where we got me and my husband got married there. So yes, please okay, let us. We would easy, love to do that. An easy 10 hour drive. Oh, we are he- not driving. Are you serious? <laughs> we fly Southwest because we get those two extra bags. Because mm. <laughs> we'll be coming with the luggage, honey. The luggage. Mm. I'm sure the wig <laughs> takes up a whole suitcase. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. And guys, have a great thank week. You. Later. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you.